Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Russia says it's suspending its participation in the grain deal that's helped keep a global food shortage from getting worse. The agreement created a safe humanitarian corridor to export Ukrainian grain. Moscow's decision, though, came after it accused Ukraine of attacking the Russian Black Sea fleet. Here to tell us more, we're joined by NPR's Fatma Tennis in Istanbul. So suspended is uh, not necessarily mean withdrawing, at least not yet. So what does this mean for the grain deal? Well, it's not over yet until Russia pulls out entirely, which, as you mentioned, they haven't. Uh, Turkish and U.N. officials, the brokers of this deal, are talking to Russia now. And according to the Turkish Defense Ministry, the Russian team and the inspectors that have been working on the deal are still here in Istanbul. But no new ships will be going to Ukraine to pick up the grain while this gets sorted out. Uh, Meanwhile, the U.N. Security Council will convene today on the grain deal. This was requested by Russia. The deal was set to expire on November 19th. And the parties were already in the middle of intense negotiations to extend it. Uh, I spoke with Turkish President Erdogan's chief advisor, Ibrahim Kalin, about this. And he said that Erdogan had brought up the grain deal with Putin just a couple weeks ago and had received a favorable favorable response then. uh, But they were prepared for a tough round of talks to keep Russia in. And here's what he said. We will continue our efforts and intensify our diplomatic uh, initiatives uh, to make sure that uh, this is renewed before its expiration date. Russia is also facing pressure from the international community to resume its participation in the deal as everybody is worried about food prices going up. So why is Russia doing this now? Well, Russia's told the UN and Turkey that it can no longer guarantee the safety of ships in the Black Sea ostensibly because of this drone attack. But, you know, they've been unhappy with the deal for a while now because under the original terms, they were supposed to get some relief, too, uh, in terms of their own fertilizer exports and their agriculture exports. Um, And they're complaining that it's not really working out for them. So Russia could be trying to get a better deal here. Uh, Regardless, I've been hearing from Turkish and UN officials that both Ukraine and Russia want and need this to happen. For Ukraine, of course, it's a lifeline to their crippled wartime economy. But Russia needs the deal, too. Um, to get its own exports out, yes, but also to retain favor with the global south, where many countries haven't participated in sanctions against Russia and are dependent on these shipments. What's at stake if Russia withdraws? Frankly, a lot. Uh, First, there are countries who are really vulnerable should the deal fall apart, like Egypt and Lebanon. And it's not just there. This will be felt all over the world. But, you know, there's another level to this. Uh, I spoke with the UN coordinator for the deal, Amir Abdullah, and here's how he put it. It's very important that it is an area and a platform where Russia and Ukraine are talking to each other to achieve a very noble aim. In fact, it's one of the only platforms where they're talking and working together. That's NPR's Fatma Tanis. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Illinois residents have been receiving newspapers they have not paid for, or in many cases even heard of before. Each bears the tagline, Real Data, Real News. So they say. These are partisan news outlets taking advantage of the erosion of local news. NPR's David Falkenflick reports they're part of a nationwide phenomenon. On this week's episode of Wild Card, comedian Bowen Yang says you don't have to feel bad for falling short on mindfulness. I get in my own way by, like, 
overprivileging the present. That's so interesting because everyone wants to be in the present. I feel like being present is overrated. I'm Rachel Martin. Join us for NPR's Wild Card Podcast, the game where cards control the conversation. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. When the economic news gets to be a bit much... Listen to The Indicator from Planet Money. We're here for you, like your friends, trying to figure out all the most confusing parts. One story, one idea, every day. All in 10 minutes or less. The Indicator from Planet Money. Your friendly economic sidekick. From NPR.